Welcome to Revitalized Kindness, where we give perspective to what kindness can look like in our culture today. Kindness is still present in our daily lives, however, it is becoming more and more difficult to see. Ultimately, kindness has the power not only to change a life, but the world. Please join Dave Weaver as he talks about how when our culture and kindness collide, it can be a very powerful thing. Let's go. Welcome to Revitalize Kindness Podcast, where we believe that kindness has the power to change the world. I'm your host, Dave Weaver. Welcome to our podcast today. Um, this episode's called Pandemic Awakening. Where do we go from here? That's the big question a lot of people might be asking and maybe have been asking for a while. Um, as as you know, if you've kept up with us so far, um, I am... This is a new podcast, so kind of late in the game in terms of talking about pandemics and COVID-19, um, being that this really started for us, uh, everything really started to escalate back in March, um, and now we're in July, or at least I think this is when this will this will um, be launched in uh, right around July of, two, of this year. So yeah, it a few months have passed. Um, but we still may be asking that question. Where do we go from here? Where have we been? And what the heck is happening? Uh-huh. A lot of us st- are still, honestly, just trying to figure that out. And so today I just want to discuss a little bit about that. I've got a few ideas. Um, I'm hoping this is a little different, um, maybe a little different take than the normal thing that you possibly listen to or some of the, uh, maybe a blog you've read or some of the news that we've heard. Um, so I just hope to add a little insight. Um, these are just some thoughts that I had. Um, but the other day, what I was doing, I was just searching online and I was thinking about that phrase, where do we go from here? Um, just thinking that, yeah, a lot of people are maybe wondering this. Um, and then, it, honestly, when I read it to myself a couple of times, started typing it in. I was like, you know, this kind of sounds like a song too. So I also plugged in the word song. So I put those two phrases together. Where do we go from here? And the word song. And it pulled up a lot of love songs. And from a diverse background of, of singers, songwriters, and years, um, all, you know, probably all the way back from the 1950s up until, you know, more recent, and I would imagine that many of these songs pay homage to relationships that have been broken. Um, they may be asking questions like this: "What is next for us? You know, if we've we're not together anymore, what's 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 our next thing, or what's next for me? How do we go from a low place, one of uncertainty? Because sometimes I think when we're in a broken relationship, that's what we we feel. Things are uncertain." We may feel that we just a little lost. We're in a low place. Um, how do we take a step forward? Might be another question. Are we destined to a resurgence in what we had? Or is this the beginning of the end? So a lot of questions that we can um, that can occur when we have a broken relationship. And you know, with the relationship, we know love is needed. So not only is it needed to cure the heartbreak of that lover's song, the ones that we looked up on Google there, but it's also needed to cure the heartbreak of our pandemic experience. 
Okay. I think it's, uh, you know, we're in the midst of asking similar questions right now of the of the heartfelt songwriter that we just went over. We, we may be asking, what's next for us? Um, are we destined to a resurgence in what we used to have? Um, you know, where do we go from here? Is it going to be different? Um, is this the beginning of the end? Some people might be asking that. We have a lot of questions, um, and I was, and as I work through these in my mind and consider what uh, we're going through, there are many things that I was pondering there, and I, I just want to share a few of these right now with you, if I may. I have three, three things. So the first thing I want to share with you, um, something I was thinking about was time. You know, for many of us, busyness is a virtue and a way of life. You know, it allows us to complete tasks, it follows dreams. Um, however, it can steal time from us, or excuse me, it can steal precious moments from us as well. Um, you know, it was said, now, and this might be uh, dating me a little bit, but it was said at the brink of the computer age that computers would give us more time as it would make processes more efficient. So we think about how computers can make things more efficient, and they do. Um you know, we we would thought, or we thought then that computers would give us more time, as it would make processes more efficient. So we think we're going to get more time. But then, however, we did not factor in the greed of man, because the more we can do, the more we can do, the more money we can make. Right? So we just keep moving forward. We keep pushing. So you see, when our lives are involuntarily slow, involuntarily slowed down. You know, we stand dumbfounded at this readily available time. Some of us that are busy, 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 sometimes when we get that stop in our life and that slowdown, which I think a lot of us have, hopefully, at least, have been able to slow down some. Sometimes we don't know what to do with that time. You know, it's hard to... And it's sad to say, too, that some of us might have even been looking for an app on our phone to, to help quantify and organize this slow period of time. So it's my hope that as we navigate through the pandemic, and hopefully we're getting to the end of this soon, but as we navigate through it, I um, hope that we've learned how valuable time is with each other. Um, you know, it was once wisely stated from, um, and, then, and I quote, if you want your children to turn out well, spend twice as much time with them and half as much money. End quote. Now, this quote is from Abigail Van Buren, who is known to the world as Dear Abby. And through this pandemic, most of us have had either less money to spend or we've had less places to spend it, despite our Amazon addiction. Of course, we all can get online, and so we usually we can still spend money, right? But I know a lot of us are missing Target at least going inside this store. So, let us consider this. The more time with our families is time well spent. All right, now number two. Another thing that I was pondering was just the, our way of life. You know, history can be divided into periods, ages, eras, and generations. And the... So I think the year 2020 is definitely shaping up to be a year that could potentially push us towards a new era of time. 
And it's daunting to think that life as we knew it may never be again. I mean, isn't that a strange thought? That's the kind of thought that you think when you, you're watching a dystopian type movie, the futuristic, let's look into the future. Things have changed. Um, you know, we look at those films, it's year 2050. And my, how, how things have changed there. And then we, and we're almost there. It's almost like we're there now and we're looking forward. And, and things may never be as they were. Um, you know, but have we set some sort of precedence of how we um, react to viruses? Are we putting ourselves in a position for um, low immunity to thousands of other microscopic minions that could create another imbalance in our reality, in the reality of our lives? You know, we're seeing shifts in nearly every aspect of our lives. And this is some places you've probably seen some shifts, maybe in economics, um, we, we've seen it in healthcare. Um, you know, I'm personally, I'm in healthcare and we've definitely seen new strategies. Um, you know, just a lot of new stuff's been thrown in, in that, in that, um, area. Um, there's been shifts in, in governmental policies, violent crimes have shifted. Um, and then our marketplace is just scrambling to be successful in this sea of uncertainty. And, uh, you know, what about our sense of community, unity, and fellowship? You know, our public gatherings, our, our weekend adventures, kids playing in the park, vacations, concerts, worship, um, and just being able to hug each other. And, you know, I think that that there, although I, hopefully we're getting better with that, but I think that's the one thing that's really killed a lot of people. You know, for so many people, it's hard to love and not to hug. But for some, this is a great thing, considering the hugs would make them cringe. So some people are happy about it, potentially. But I think you hear my point. We are different now. Number three. Pandemic Awakening. This is the name of that one. Number three. Pandemic awakening. All right. So people grow as they face trials, right? And I'm sure that each one of you all has faced some sort of trial, maybe many trials in their life. And if we think back on those trials, then I'm sure that, um, you know, there's there's been times where we've grown by leaps and bounds. You know, and... and I also bet, too, that while we're standing in the midst of that trial, that your growth's not evident. You know, sometimes we, we get so involved in um, that fight that it's, you know, it's, it's harder to see. Um, you know, maybe we just weren't seeing things clearly at the time. You're probably too busy fighting to overcome, pondering on decisions that you had to make or... Or just picking up yourself for the next um, round of the fight, right? You see, right now, I think we are just stunned by the first jabs in this fight. The virus, and we might even be on our second jab or third jab right now by the time you all hear this. See, this virus caught us off guard and it, and it sucker punched us while it could. 
But I believe that there is a fight inside of each and every one of us. In the words of Marcus Luttrell, he's a Navy Cross and a Purple Heart recipient, and I quote, There's a storm inside of us, a burning river, a drive. You push yourself further than anyone could think possibly. You are never out of the fight, end quote. The virus may have changed us socially and economically. However, it cannot touch our identity or the fight that lies in each and every one of us. And, you know, why is that important? We have, look, we have the opportunity as we near a post-COVID-19 society, and hopefully that is where we are, and we, we want to get on the other side of this, right? But we have the opportunity as we near our hopeful post-COVID-19 society to be better, than we were before. It's going to be our inner drive and our desire to care for each other that will make us better. One of the slogans that we, we've seen throughout this difficult time is, and I quote, we are in this together. End quote. We are in this together. So let us not forget this. And I pray that we get back to this idea of unity. Generally, we work so hard to drive petitions between race, culture, religions, and other belief systems that a lot of times we place ourselves in different camps or social groups that we forget that we all do have a connection. You know, we share this world together. It is funny. Not funny, really, but I teach my children that sharing is caring. Who who out there has said that same thing to their kids? Sharing is caring. I don't even know where that comes from. Maybe it's Dora the Explorer. I don't know. At any rate. But look at how we adults handle our own sharing. It's sad when I think about the world where when we have a belief, we can be verbally assaulted for what we hold dear to our hearts. My, my hope is that this pandemic will awaken something in us. Not only the fight, which I think in, in many forms, it has, especially with social media, has definitely become evident that we have. We have this fight. That we, have this, we have a certain drive because we are on there. We're on social media. We're fighting each other, right? But I hope this pandemic will awaken us or awaken the compassion and caring and kindness that we need to grow our society in ways that we have not seen in a very long time. We can have different ideas and not choose a side which says, because you believe this, I don't like you. Again. Growth is going to be evident once we start to ponder on where we were and where we are. I hope we find that we have grown together instead of growing further apart.
Thanks, everybody, for checking this episode out. Um, let's stay connected. Facebook. And check us out on the Facebook business page. We're on Instagram, LinkedIn, also Twitter. Help us to create a kindness culture. That's what we're trying to do here, folks. We really, this is really important, especially in the day and time that we live. Um, This is of great importance. I, I can't stress that enough. And remember, don't desensitize, revitalize. Until next time, keep it kind. I really like kindness because it helps people.